is there even any good team? Welcome to another episode of Podcast, a podcast where you don't have to be Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. All I care about is the Packers being number one. Wait, is that a spoiler? I don't know. You're going to have to keep on watching Grossi. And today, we're going to be breaking down the top 10 teams heading into week 16. And you're like, that's the penultimate week. And then I slap your hand and go, no, the, we- the season got extended. Don't you remember? Don't you? So we're going to break down these top 10 teams and folks, honestly, it's just, it's just throwing things up in the air and seeing where they're landing. So starting off with number 10, you're lucky I put you in here. You better get me some good karma. Number 10 is the Buffalo Bills. All right. They, they beat the Carolina Panthers who are kind of in disarray right now. Cam Newton was like, do I even have to play this game anymore? They're like, Cam, like you kind of have to. And he's like, oh, fine, I will, but I'll look fabulous when I do it. No, they pretty much dominated the Carolina Panthers here in their red jerseys, which do look pretty nice. And their defense played well. Josh Allen played pretty well. Run game, eh, was okay. You know, Singletary had a pretty nice game. But the Bills, I'm putting them at number 10 really as a courtesy. I could have put the Bengals here, for example. But I put the Bills here. It's going to come down to can you beat a real team? You're playing the New England Patriots this Sunday. And that game is going to be absolutely huge. So, if you're able to beat the New England Patriots, uh, you'll be moving on up in this list. They're vulnerable. They already lost to the Colts this past week. So, this is the time for them to shine. And I think also really a time for them to kind of prove themselves that they actually can compete against playoff contending teams. So, Bills, we'll see what you got. Number nine, you got the San Francisco 49ers blowing out the Atlanta Falcons, who are just begging for euthanization at this point. They're like, please just kill me. And the 49ers are like, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll do that. The 49ers, with Jeff Wilson, ran over 100 yards, proving that they are a rushing first team. And George Kittle also is amazing. Their defense is incredible. Bosa making an argument for him to be defensive player of the year. And honestly, the 49ers for me, they're one of those fringe teams that technically could still win the division. But with a strong defense and a strong running game, they could cause some problems in the NFC playoffs. So the Niners sitting at number nine. And honestly, for them, their ceiling is pretty damn high. Number eight, stick it at number eight. You got the LA Rams just taking down the Seattle Seahawks. Wasn't really impressive the way that they did it. Their O-line looked like hot diddly garbage. Matthew Stafford getting sacked every which way. But Sony Michelle running pretty hard. But of course, Cooper Cup absolutely lighting it up out there with two tutties. Freaking fracking, taking control of it. Doesn't matter how many guys you put on them. The Rams are a flawed football team, but... They also uh, have the luck of the refs and not calling the defensive pass interference on DJ Dallas, but calling it when he kicked the ball as a unsportsmanlike conduct play. That's neither here nor there. The Rams are a playoff contending team. They are now tied with the Cardinals, still remaining in second place in the NFC West, but the Rams still have an opportunity to potentially win 
their division because the Cardinals have lost two straight and the last one was against the Lions. So Rams are going to keep on fighting with a strong running game and of course their great passing game and a decent pass rush. Maybe they turn it up for the playoffs. Number seven, you got Grandpa Cardinal and the Arizona Cardinals. (laughs) You lost to the Lions. The Lions, they had one win heading into this game. And oh boy, the Cardinals just looked dysfunctional. The O-line did not really give Kyler Murray much time. Kyler Murray throwing an interception because A.J. Green literally gave up on a route. And they just didn't look good. They made Jared Goff look like a serviceable QB. And you have to work really hard for that. And now, the Cardinals are in a position that's not great. In which they've lost two straight One to the Rams, now to the Lions. They're playing on a short week on Saturday against the Indianapolis Colts, who just beat the New England Patriots, and they still have to play the Cowboys. So the Cardinals very quickly have to start being very concerned about them losing their division at this point. The Cardinals are still very good. DeAndre Hopkins hopefully returns in the playoffs, and I still think they are a very good and solid football team. James Conner was injured, wound up playing, but was definitely playing injured. But the Cardinals right now, they need to get it together. A big prove-it game would be this Saturday against the Colts because they do not want to be dropping three straight heading into Week 16. Number six, you got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Shut out. Tom Brady, shut out. Getting sacked, throwing picks. It was a beautiful thing to see. Yeah, losing 9-0 against the Saints, who most definitely have their number, at least during the regular season, even though it really doesn't matter because the playoffs is actually what does matter. But, hey, the Buccaneers getting just dominated in an ugly game in which the Saints' offense could do absolutely nothing, but their defense was absolutely swarming against Tom Brady. Bad news, Godwin out for the year. Fournette Evans also injured in this game. They're going to get Antonio Brown back because Prusarians doesn't have a spine. But the Buccaneers, I feel, think that they are a playoff contending team. They're still a Super Bowl caliber team. But ugly loss this past Sunday. And on top of that, losing arguably their best receiver is not going to bode well for them heading into the playoffs. You're going to probably rely on guys like Scotty Miller a little bit more. They just signed Le'Veon Bell, so worst case scenario, we will have a collab between Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell on a rap album, and I truly mean it, that is the worst case scenario for the planet. Number five, probably a little high, but I'm going to put the Indianapolis Colts up here. Dominated the game, then did everything they could to give it away in the fourth quarter, but their defense played well. And Jonathan Taylor, man, 170 yards and one touchdown. And the Colts, for me, are such a boomer bust team. They can go out there and look like one of the best teams in football. And I think if Carson Wentz plays well, the sky is the limit for them. Pittman getting ejected didn't matter. Jonathan Taylor iced the game for them. Their defense absolutely made Mac Jones' life miserable. But they're inconsistent, and I think that's what it comes down to. The Colts heading into the playoffs, they could potentially win their division still, especially if the Titans keep playing like they do, which they just shot themselves a million times in the foot against the Steelers. The Colts are going to stay in the top five for right this second. If they beat the Cardinals, they'll still be rocking in the top five. The Colts are definitely a team I'd be worried about if I was in the AFC because if they're on, they're on. If they're off, then you can absolutely kick their ass. But the Colts, they were on on Saturday night. 
And the Patriots learn about that the hard way. Number four, you got the New England Patriots, who I'm going to put slightly above the Colts. Yes, I know the Colts beat them, but just because of the win streak that they had, and this is like the first loss they've had in quite some time, but they lost. They got shut out for the first three quarters of that game. Mac Jones did not look good. Came back alive in the fourth quarter. Didn't have a run game whatsoever, which is their bread and butter. And hey, the Patriots, they just got beat on Saturday night. Heading into next week, they got a oh important game against the Buffalo Bills. If the Dolphins lose and the Patriots win, the Patriots will win the division. So a lot on the line here. The Patriots are still one of the most consistent teams in the AFC, but they got bested on Saturday. So it's a matter of, are they going to be able to dust themselves off or are they going to drop two straight? Number three, you got the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys winning 21-6 over the Giants. They're lucky that Mike Lennon was the QB there. Throwing three interceptions. Trayvon Diggs getting his 10th interception on the year. And the defense continues to play very well. The offense, underwhelming at this point. They're number two in the NFC, but Dak is like, okay. The run game, underperforming. And I feel like there's just so much unlocked potential here. And you have to look, is it maybe the coaching? Is it the injury still? Is Zeke is still banged up? I don't know. But the Cowboys, they're still a top three team right now. They're number two overall in their conference. They have a chance to win their division. A big game against Washington coming up. But right now, I kind of just don't know what to do with the Dallas Cowboys. Number two, you got the Kansas City Chiefs winning an OT in an ugly game, which they really were not in control of until the fourth quarter. They scored 15 points in the fourth. They really had no run game to speak of. But Travis Kelsey, good God, man. Kelsey, over 190 yards. He had two touchdowns. Tyreek Hill, nearly 150 yards with a touchdown. However, they got bit by the COVID bug pretty hard. Tyreek Hill is going to be questionable for this Sunday's game. But the important thing is that they were able to knock off the Chargers, who were their biggest threat to that division. The Chiefs should be able to win their division. They're number one overall in the AFC and could be very well on their way to clinching a bye. However, the AFC is so chaotic right now. Who knows what we'll be saying next week. And finally, number one, still number one, you got the Green Bay mother-loving Packers. And you might be saying, Tom, they only beat the Baltimore Ravens by one point. Yeah, that is very true. But you look at these other teams, who would you put above them? The Packers with a makeshift offensive line. Getting it done again. Aaron Rodgers, three touchdowns, tying Brett Favre for the most passing touchdowns in Packers history. Their special teams, still bad. Defense, missing Kenny Clark, not able to contain Tyler Huntley whatsoever. On top of that, their offense starting off slow once again, the ninth time this season that they have not scored a point in the first quarter. However, they came back with a fury. Their defense They came up big when they needed to. Mark Andrews tore them up in the first half, not so much in the second half. The Packers, again, they are a tenacious football team. They keep fighting back. And for me, that's why they're number one. They're the first team to clinch their division, to clinch a playoff berth, and they're number one in the NFC with a buffer now against the Buccaneers and the Cardinals. They still have to worry about the Cowboys right now, but they're playing Christmas Day against the Browns on a short week who's also a beat-up football team. They won't be any team to run over, but 
I think the Packers are still looking good in their final three games. They have a great chance of securing that number one seed and getting that by. And I think they're gonna be a tough team to beat in the playoffs, especially when they get guys like Z, Jair, and Bakhtiari back. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. How do you feel about these rankings? Do you think the Titans should still be on here? What about the Bengals? Let me know. You guys find me at TomGrossyComedy.com or TomGrossyComedy on all social media. See you down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course, YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassi. And as always, Go Pack Go!